Welcome to the Werfel Trophy podcast at werfeltrophy.org. Hello, everyone. Tom Brussell here. Thanks so much for joining us. You know, with these podcast episodes, we hope to bring you stories of great things that are happening around the country and around the world with our past Werfel Trophy recipients, finalists, nominees, and friends of the Werfel Trophy. And friends is the key word here for our guest because he is a longtime friend of the Werfel Trophy. He is the founding trustee of the Boletnikoff Award and the Tallahassee Quarterback Club Foundation over in Tallahassee, Florida. That's our good friend, Professor Walter Manley II. Walter, thanks so much for joining us. It is great to have you with us, my friend. It was great to be with you, Tom, and we're looking forward to you and Betty coming to our banquet uh, next year. Uh, we always have a great time with you over there. And I just wanted to just right off the bat tell you how much we salute your tremendous work and leadership with the Werfel Trophy. I personally consider it the Werfel Trophy one of the most important awards in college football because it honors the complete student athlete as citizen, you know, for his exemplary community service as well as the athletic and academic achievements. And uh, I think that that is really important that we have this award and, and we, you couldn't have picked a better person to name it after because uh, we have phenomenal respect and admiration for Danny and his Desire Street Ministries. And as you know, I've told you this before, in my opinion, our opinion, our ward's opinion, Danny is one of the two most respected and beloved panhandlers along with uh, the Panhandle Floridians along with Bobby Bowden. And so uh, nothing but tremendous uh, respect for you guys and for the work you're doing and the work that Danny is doing with his ministries. Well, many thanks, Walter. That's very awfully kind to, of you. I can scratch question number five off the list, and I know the check I sent you got there just fine. <laughs> but uh, just just kidding, obviously. But, you know, it's interesting to me the background of so, how these National College Football Awards got started. Um, there's different stories, each one. Uh, yours is a little unique because you can talk about it first person. You were there and you were part of it. Talk about how the Bletnikoff Award got its start uh, back when. Well, you know, Tom, uh, for those of us who are a little bit older than you, uh, we remember when when college sports was not the tail wagging the dog. And it was, you know, there was one game a week on TV, one game a week on t- national TV. And uh, so w- those of us who love college football uh, have seen a significant development in the importance of sports in general and college football. And uh, it's hard to believe that great awards like the Werfel Trophy and the Bolitnikoff Award did not exist. Uh, your award started in, I believe, 2005, and our award uh, started in 1994. That's when a group of us who were Rotarians and football fans of all stripes uh, that is, some Florida State, some Florida, some uh, out-of-state schools had our um, had our uh, support, and uh, we were graduates. And we talked about awards, and we we realized that that 
there was a there was a big gap in the positions that were being recognized because although there have been receivers who have won the Heisman Trophy, most of the awards for the Heisman have gone to either a running back or a and and, and for that a halfback or or fullback or a quarterback, and so we thought it, that this was important because about that time, you, a lot of the rules were changing and passing became extremely important in college football. It was almost like the equalizer, like the three-point shot is in basketball, where uh, if you've got a quarterback and an innovative offense and some quick receivers, you can score enough to stay in a football game and maybe win it even if you're uh, facing someone with vastly superior talent. And so we said, well, you know, we need to have a, uh, we need to have a receiver's award. And of course, you know, the principals, uh, Rocky Beavis and Bob Teal, and of course, Tom Cox, our longtime 25 year treasurer, all of them have been former chairman of our foundation. And uh, we decided that, we would uh, uh, start the award. It's not like it was it, 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 it was it was an idea that was patentable. I'm sure that it was considered by many different organizations. That, but as you know, the follow through is the important thing in life. It's not the talking. It's the it's the walking, uh, the walk and making it happen. And then we uh, we had to decide. Who were we going to name the award after? There were a lot of great receivers then, and uh, but there was one who had a particular significance for the Panhandle, and that was Fred Bolitnikoff. Uh, and uh, and you know the rest of the story. We we gave our first uh, our first winner was uh, in 1994, the season 1994, and it was Bobby Ingram of Penn State University with uh, two SEC guys, Jack Jackson of Florida and Frank Sanders of Auburn University, as, as finalists. And the rest is history. It's been 25 years of, uh, of, of a wonderful thing, uh, especially uh, our charitable mission, which is incredibly important to us. Yeah, just as the forward pass changed the game of football, since it started, the, the receivers have changed, and your your award is open not to just to wide receivers, just to any any person or any player on the field uh, that catches a pass. And it's certainly an extremely competitive award. And I believe, if you told me in the past, it uh, I think one or, once or twice your awards come down to to one vote. Is that right? I mean, one vote separating the winner and second. Yes. As a matter of fact, in three instances, one vote uh, determined the outcome. The first vote, with Bobby Ingram is the award winner. Then also the the vote between Golden Tate and Jordan Shipley and Freddie Barnes in 2009, and then most recently the uh, the vote in 2013. Uh, among Brandon Cooks of Oregon State, Mike Evans of A&M, Texas A&M, and of course Sammy Watkins of Clemson. Those were all one-vote margin, and in the 2013 contest, the fan vote, which counts as one vote, 
made the difference. It was a tie vote until we looked at the fan vote, and the Oregon State fans won that uh, that award that year for Brandon Cooks. Uh, so it is extremely competitive, and and that's saying a lot because. Uh, we have greatly expanded the number of our voters. We're about 630 voters now, and I would think, if I, as I remember correctly, because I was chairman of selection in 2013, we had over five, 450 voters in 2013, and, the, and we have a very high rate of participation, uh, especially in the late rounds of voting, in excess of 80. Three eighty-four percent of our voters vote, so that was a quite a quite a statistical uh, uh, anomaly for a tie vote in that regard. But it is very competitive. Walter, your presentation dinner is second to none over there in Tallahassee, a black tie affair. Share with us a little bit about that, and also some of those keynote speakers you've had in the past, because that list is also incredibly impressive. Well, we we have we are always delighted to have your and Betty's presence. It kind of adds uh, uh, elegance to our event, and we we want to remind you again, February the fifteenth, two thousand twenty. Uh, we are looking forward to having you guys over there. Uh, we it's funny we didn't know if we were big enough to have a banquet the first year. Uh, the uh, and. I I was a proponent of the banquet because uh, I I just felt that we could uh, we had to have a, a something that would uh, kind of a stage to present the award, but also a way to bring people in the community. And of course, our scholarship program serves eleven counties uh, in North Florida in the Panhandle. And um, we had quite a discussion about it, and uh, and uh, Gene Davidson, who was then the chairman-elect, said, well, Walter, uh, you really want to have a banquet. We're going to let you do it. And I said, wait a minute. <laughs> and it's one of those things where you raised your hand the wrong time in class, and, uh, and I put the banquet together, and the first thing that I, I did was – I called our great friend Charlie Barnes, who is absolutely the greatest MC I have ever seen, and he's he's done all 25 of our banquets. And I said, I said, Charlie, I've made a big mistake, <laughs> and uh, I need you to help bail me out. And he said, okay. And I think we paid Charlie. $250 the first year to be the MC. He probably put in 200 hours of work, uh, but he's been a great MC ever since. And um, we, and through the banquet, we have had some incredible speakers. So Archie Manning, Larry Zonka, Rocky Blyer, Dan Reeves, Don Shula, Mike Ditka, Bart Starr, who unfortunately died uh, two weeks ago, Steve Largent, Jerry Kramer, who just went in the Pro Football Hall of Fame as an interior lineman for the the the, uh, the Green Bay Packers, Bill Curry, uh, Lynn Dawson, Dan Fouts, Gene Stallings, Ron Jaworski, Larry Zonka again, Dick Vermeil. Uh, Bob Greasy, Bobby Bowden, Floyd Little, and last year, Aaron Taylor. Uh, I mean, we've had incredibly great speakers. And um, 
And, and I'll tell you a story about Bill Curry. We have a lot of respect for Bill. You know, he played for the Packers and the Colts. He snapped the ball to Bart Starr and Johnny Unitas. He was a great player. I think he was at Georgia Tech. Then he came back and coached uh, in college and was extremely successful. We always wanted Bill, but in two th- we had decided to go with Bo Schembechler in 2006. And uh, so he was going to we, – we got him a degree. He's going to come to our bank in 2007, three months, as you know, uh, three and a half months before the banquet. He died of a heart attack the day of the Ohio State-Michigan game. And, uh, and that day, Keith Jackson was on the radio, and I know that you know who Keith Jackson is, uh, uh, because you're inspiring Keith Jackson yourself, calling with the Chocolaki, uh the high school games. And, um, uh, and Keith Jackson said that he'd been to about 2,000 rubber chicken dinners, luncheons, banquets, whatever you want to call them, presentations, and he'd heard thousands of keynote addresses, but he had never heard a greater keynote addresser, a speaker, than Bo Schembechler. So we missed Bo Schembechler, and, but we did get Bill Curry, who did a wonderful job. And, uh, and frankly, I have to tell you that after Charlie goes through the rendition of our 16 to 20 scholars a year, and by the way, we've sent now 250 kids to college, uh, that, uh, that there's, you know, many of the people in the audience of 500 to 550 are crying or at least have tears in their eyes. And Dick Vermeil uh, actually had tears in his eyes. And uh, we, we have had a number of our keynote speakers and coaches who were present write significant checks on the spot to our scholarship fund. But uh, the banquet has been really important to us, Tom, because it allows us to bring the kids to our patrons, and it, all it does is inspire the patrons to continue to support these wonderful kids who've overcome significant challenges in their lives, mental, physical, emotional, environmental, to achieve at the highest academic and extracurricular levels like in school, the community, like your award, your great award, the community service, church, or and but and they don't have to play sports either. Uh, uh, that's very very important to us. So uh, we we love our banquet, and 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 we we know it's a very good banquet, but it's and it's basically a banquet that's brought uh, to people by an all-volunteer organization. Uh, We don't pay salaries. I don't know how long that's going to continue because it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort to put these things together. But we we direct every dime that we raise to scholarships, and so far we have spent millions of dollars on scholarships. Yeah, those uh, young men and young ladies have overcome some, uh, like you said, some physical handicaps, some mental, emotional things. You and I can't even imagine. We can't even imagine, and it really is 
something to something to see if you ever get a chance to go to the Bletnikoff dinner. I suggest you do or watch it on, on stream. Uh, Walter, final before we close, you, you your award and our award are both part of a national organization, the National College Football Awards Association, which uh, is the premier association of college football that does more than just be, have premier awards in it. Talk about that organization. Well, you're a member of it, Tom. You're a very valuable member, and um, uh, you know that the organization promotes uh, the development of of excellent college football awards and ethical college football awards because of the standards, the very, very high standards that it expects an organization to to uh, uh, have. Uh, to inculcate it in, in its procedures, as you know, because you 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 were unanimously brought on as a member uh, a few years ago, and you know how rigorous the uh, the process is. And um, this this is a great organization because you know we share ideas. We're all friends. Uh, we we give each other uh, information. Uh, we we all have charitable missions. That's very important to us uh, because, frankly, in a lot of these awards, if you talk to people, you'll find that the charitable mission itself is just as important, if not more important, than the athletic side of the award. And uh, and again, that's the reason why we salute your award uh, because of the fact that you are identifying the complete citizen, scholar, athlete. And um, we, in a way, by providing scholarships, we're also, uh, uh, we're also highlighting those folks in our 11-county region. But every award uh, in the organization has uh, a charitable mission. And, and also, the awards are highly complimentary. Uh, the awards don't step on each other's toes. We don't we don't select the best player in the country, and the Maxwell Award doesn't select the outstanding receiver. Although it may select a receiver as the as the as a uh, award recipient, we have defensive awards, we have offensive awards, we have line awards, skill position awards, character awards. These are all very important. And to think that we've grown from basically a handful of awards 30 years ago is absolutely remarkable. But it, but it has a lot to do with the faith of people like you uh, and Danny Werfel and other people in other communities and organizations who have decided to, to, to create an award that honors tremendous on-field ability and but I believe that every one of our awards also has a character, uh, uh, a character uh, uh, a portion of it. Uh, we don't we want kids that are great players, but we want good people too. Uh, and so we're all delighted. And as a matter of fact, uh, we're going to have a a meeting up in New York City hosted by the Heisman, and I, I'm I'm hoping that you'll be there. I will be there, and we will. Uh, you and I will see each other then. Hey, Walter, thanks again for taking the time out. We'll see you, like you said, in July. I'll see you uh, in December at the College Football Awards Show. For people that want to know more, it's BoletnikoffAward.com. And uh, final, final uh, words for our listeners, Walter? 
Uh, just uh, thank you for all the great work you're doing. You're we're, we're uniting the panhandle uh, with Danny Werfel and Fred Bolitnikoff. Uh, they may have been competitors on the field. Of course, Danny was born in 1974, and Fred was already playing uh, for the Raiders then. But but it but it's this our awards are a tribute to the fact that we have individuals who care about their communities, care about their country, and they put something together that's wonderful that not only uh, allows us to recognize on-field accomplishments, but also allow us, will allow us through our charities to help our communities. And uh, it's a wonderful thrill to, to work side by side with, with, with you guys, because I know you're doing a great job. And please give our very best regards to Danny and uh, for his wonderful work in Desire Street Ministries in Atlanta and other, and other cities. Will do, Walter. Thanks so much again. See you soon, my friend. Take care. Thank you.